Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. On this podcast, I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately while also featuring guests on the show. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with our King while living for His glory. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the episode. This episode I am just feeling super excited for because I am so passionate about identity. Now I will say I'm not perfect with walking out in my true identity. I mean, we're human, right? We we mess up, we follow in the flesh. I mean, you can see that with my last episode. It, it's extremely exciting for me to speak on this matter, to speak about identity and how to walk out in our worth in the Lord. But I do pray that um, just seeing from this episode that you won't see, okay, Kayla has it all together and she is walking out in her full identity or that you would look back on my last episode and be like, okay, what is she talking about? Like she did not walk out in her identity. She started walking out in what a guy thought of her. Like, why should I listen to her? But my hopes from this episode is truly to just share what the Lord says about us, not what Kayla Busby says about, you know, you, but what the Lord says and walking out in who the Lord says you are and not walking out, like I said, in who I say you are. But this is what the Lord has said. And so that is truly just my intention and my hope from this episode that you would hear from the word of God and that this episode would just push on your heart to go spend time with the Lord, to sit at his feet and just see what he says about you. And so this episode is part two of my relationship story from this summer. In part one, I shared what the Lord taught me through that whole situation. But in this episode, I will share the healing process I've had to take with feeling rejected and hearing lies to having to choose truth every day and how to retrain my brain to think on what the Lord says about me. And so um, truly, I just pray that through this episode, you will give the reins over to the Holy Spirit to shine light on your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions with how you view yourself and that you would start viewing yourself the way that God views you. So the day after I found out that I was cheated on, I was able to be in the car all day to just pray about staying in this relationship or breaking up with this guy. The Lord gave me a picture in the car. It was a picture of a broken jar with cracks and water was spilling out through the cracks. I could then see God's loving hand sealing up the cracks. I felt in that moment God was saying, if I break up with this guy, that he would mend me up. He would take care of all of the cracks inside of me and he would take care of me. He would restore my soul. And I didn't feel mended up instantly. I mean, that's just honest truth. Actually, it really was the quite opposite. It took quite some time of breaking up, trying to be friends, choosing to completely move on, even from being friends, getting attacked severely, hearing so many lies, feeling worthless, and then living in a lot of fear, and then coming to realizing that this was a dark place and I wanted to choose to live in just waking up and live in freedom to turn around and to truly let the Lord restore my broken pieces and be fulfilled by him again. 
If someone sees your true value in the Lord, then they will respect you because they see your value and vice versa. If you see people's true worth in the Lord, you will respect those people because you see the way the Lord views them. You won't be treated like how Andy treated the toys in Toy Story. That's how I felt. You know, play with this toy and, oh, I'm bored. Move on to the next one. Play with this toy, then, oh, I'm bored. Go back to the other toy. You are enough, friend. (laughs) I cannot say that enough. And you are worthy. And God has been teaching me lately that ultimately he is the worthy one and he is enough. But since he lives in us, that is our new identity. And it's not a self-love or, you know, I just need to love everything about me. Like that's not where I'm trying to come from here. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. And so that's the place that we get to walk out in. And that's something I've had to learn and continually remind myself of is I I don't deserve to be played with. And for the enemy to put all of these lies and fear in my mind, that's not okay. Because I and you are a daughter or a son of God. So you need to take your thoughts captive. Take these lies captive and lay them before the feet of the Lord. You can say that I'm not a child of the father of lies, but I am a child of God who believes in the truth that God speaks over me daily and I get to walk out in that truth. You get to claim that over yourself because that truly is your identity. It's not what the world says and it's not the lies that you may hear, but this right here is our identity that we get to walk in as children of God. A book I'm reading right now called Search for Significance said, maybe God is trying to get your attention to teach you a tremendously important lesson that success, failure, or rejection is not the basis for your worth. Maybe the only way you can learn this lesson is by experiencing the pain of rejection. And that's what I believe the Lord is doing here. God has been opening my eyes to show me how much I was believing and walking in the enemy's lies, even before camp. And so I'm so thankful that my eyes are open, that he is leading me to a place of truth and freedom, and that he is showing me what that looks like to walk out in that. I shared this in part one, but after camp, my flesh wanted to run back to this guy because I desired to be known and to have that loneliness fulfilled. But truly, that fulfillment only comes from Jesus. A friend told me one day on the phone, even though you know how he treated you, you desire to run back to him because you don't see your worth. You feel like you deserve to be treated this way. You don't hold yourself with value, love, and respect. You've thought yourself as someone who isn't worthy or isn't enough, so therefore you should be treated that way. You need to know, Kayla, how much you mean to Christ. You didn't walk away sooner because you didn't see your value, but God wants you to see how much you mean to him. You're literally a daughter of God. You are not just a person here on earth, but you are his beloved, his bride, the one he laid his life down for. And friends, that is not just for me, but that is the whole basis of our identity in Christ. You literally are God's beloved. And I I don't think we understand that, that literally we are God's beloved. We are chosen. He sent his son to die for you. And now you get to walk in this truth, this love, this forgiveness, and this freedom that Christ has for you. Oh, I just, I love that. I get so excited about that. And truly, so many of us don't walk out in that identity. 
I think truly, though, our world would look so different if we all started as believers of Christ walking out in the identity that the Lord speaks over us. Our world would just be different. We would view things differently. It just it would be changed. The enemy wants you living in this place of bondage, too. He wants you to feel worthless and invisible. He wants you doubting everything about your identity. He wants you feeling like a mistake, a piece of trash. I know these are things that I felt after coming home from camp and that I have felt from many other experiences in life. But the enemy also had me feeling like I wasn't good enough for any guy because I finally had a guy who liked me back and then starts dating me and then he goes to another girl. He wants me thinking that the girl he cheated on me with and other girls are always better than me and that I'm worth nothing. I'm sure you've heard those lies before too. I stood in this place for far too long. And after I got home from camp, I finally closed this door with this guy because I started seeing my true value in the Lord. I wanted to believe this truth that I am his beloved, that I am chosen. And maybe I'm not chosen by this guy, but I desire and deserve a guy who won't play games, who will be loyal and be fully committed to me. Friend, you deserve this too. You deserve for someone to truly choose you and see you through the eyes of the Father. A man of God will respect you and see your worth. He won't play games with your heart. He won't be confused with his feelings for you or another girl. He will know where he stands, and he will know how the Lord is leading and how to walk out in that. And if you're having confusion, if this guy likes you, but, oh, wait, he's flirting with all these other girls, then I would just suggest walk away and pray for wisdom. Pray that God would help you see yourself through the eyes of the Father. God is not a God of confusion, but he is a God of peace. So if you are feeling confused, maybe it's just time to walk away and to just be fulfilled by the Lord. <laughs> maybe you're in a situation where a dude is saying one thing, but then acting another way. Please know Jesus is not this way. Jesus is a man of his word. Jesus won't say he chooses you, sees you, and that he wants to make this work just for the sake of saying it. He won't just say these things to woo you and then move on. Jesus means his words. He keeps his promises. He is trustworthy and his promises are yes and amen. You can lean back in the loving arms of your beautiful father. You can put your hope in him and you can still dream. He will never leave you or forsake you and he is enough for you. I pray you were able to come to believe this truth today. If you were walking through a time of heartache, it can be easy to beat yourself up and think, if only I had done this better, or if only I was like her, or if only I had seen this. But that is not living in the freedom that Jesus gives, and that's not living in who Christ says you are. I came to Jesus so many times saying, Lord, I deserve this. I get it. I deserved it. Or I would play the if only game. But you have to remember, and I had to choose to remember, that there is grace. I was reading in John 21 one day, and I was encouraged in my situation. It's the story where Peter rejected Jesus three times, right? He didn't choose Jesus in front of everyone, even though he said he would follow Jesus anywhere. In his own selfishness, his pride, and his people-pleasing self, he denied Jesus. And so after Jesus' death and resurrection, he came to Peter personally, and he had breakfast with him. <laughs> I love that. Like, Jesus was just like, no, like, I'm just going to come and have breakfast with you, Peter. Like, that's so personal and so intimate. And then Jesus asked Peter three times if Peter loved Jesus. And each time Peter said yes. Jesus then said, feed my sheep. 
And in the end, Jesus said to Peter, follow me. Oh, what beautiful words, follow me. Here was a man who rejected Jesus three times, even after seeing all of Jesus' miracles. He had actual fellowship with him. He knew who he was in an intimate way. And despite rejecting Jesus, Jesus still came back to him. Jesus is back now. He is showing grace, forgiveness, love, and he's having breakfast with him. (laughs) I love how intimate and beautiful that is. And Jesus still wanted Peter to be a part of the team. Jesus still chose Peter. And I have to remind myself of that is, you know, through this situation, though it, it was painful and I've heard a lot of lies, Jesus still chooses me. And friend, he still chooses you. No matter what you have gone through, no matter the choices you've made, he still chooses you. If you've come to this place of repentance and you have laid down your cross for the sake of picking up the cross of Jesus, he still chooses you. Sometimes lies that we hear are connected to a very real and painful experience. I would encourage you that if that's the case for you, take some time to grieve over that experience and invite God into the place of your brokenness. After you have surrendered the lie over to God, pray that he will help you believe the truth about who he says you are and make you aware of times that you do not believe it. I heard an, I, a message on identity after I got back from camp and the pastor, he had all these name tags and he put these name tags around his neck and he said that these name tags, you know, they can have labels such as I'm not worthy, I'm not enough, fearful, rejected, not good enough, um, you know, and so on. And so he said that we would take on these labels and we would walk around then believing them. We just have them hanging around our necks. And he said, we know that there's a cross and we know that Jesus has died on this cross. And he invites us daily to come and to hang these labels on the cross. But we often so, so often choose to live with these labels on. But you must walk out in freedom of knowing Jesus, who is blameless, perfect, and white as snow, takes these on himself because of the work he did on the cross. In exchange, gives you truth and freedom. You are no longer tied down to these labels. And so you literally get to go up to the cross and hang them up there. In the book that I shared previously, it said, When we experience love, we usually respond by seeking to express our love in return. Our obedience to God is an expression of our love for Him, which comes from an understanding of what Christ has accomplished for us on the cross. We love because He first loved us. This motivation is lacking in so many of our lives because we don't really believe that God loves us unconditionally. The image of God is the foundation for all our motivations, including how we see ourselves. And so the more that we understand God's word and live by it, the more our feelings will reflect his character and his love. You have to test the deceitful thoughts of your mind against the word of God. If you base your worth on the truth in God's word, then your behavior will often reflect his love, grace, and power. But if you base your worth on the approval of others, then your behavior will reflect the insecurity, fear, and anger that comes with instability and lies. Rejecting Satan's lie and accepting God's evaluation of you leads to a renewed hope, joy, and purpose in life. Galatians 1.10, Paul says, For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? 
If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Friend, to be a bondservant of Christ means you are not seeking the favor and your worth from man, but you are seeking it only from the Lord. Focus your attention primarily on Christ and not on yourself. Learn how to use scriptural truths rather than the performance of others as the basis of your value. Overcome the fear of rejection is to value the constant love of God over the conditional approval of people. You are absolutely complete in Christ. And being complete in Him means you have to give up what you have been depending on. Being complete in Christ also means you no longer have to live by the fleshly thoughts. 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, You have the mind of Christ. As Christians, we have the power provided by the Holy Spirit to lay aside deceptive ways of thinking and be renewed in our minds by the truth of God's word. And that's also talked about in Romans 12, 2 and Ephesians 4, 21 through 25. John 10, 10 says, or it reminds us of how much God treasures his creation and that Christ came so that we might experience abundant life. The abundant life is to experience God's never-ending love. An accurate understanding of God's truth is the first step toward discovering our significance and worth. We can only be satisfied by Him, which I'll talk more about in a different episode one day. But just knowing that our value is not dependent on our ability to earn the acceptance of people, but rather knowing that its true source is the love and acceptance of God. He created you, and He alone knows how to fulfill your needs. So you need to come, lay all of these desires and, you know, these attractions or these good feelings or just being known by someone and come and lay them down at the foot of the cross and have Jesus fulfill you completely. The sheep know the shepherd's voice. Do you know his voice? Think back to the garden. Eve was not girded up in what the Lord spoke over her. If she had been, then she probably would have realized that she didn't need to eat the fruit to have her eyes open because she had all she needed in the Lord now. I want to put on the belt of truth daily. I want to recognize my shepherd's voice daily. And I want to know what the Father speaks over me daily. An identity grounded in God would mean that when we think of who we are, the first thing that would come to mind in our status as someone who is deeply loved by God. And the first thing that we would think of when we look at others is this is also a child who is deeply loved by God. According to Ephesians 1, we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. We have been chosen, adopted, redeemed, forgiven, grace lavished, and unconditionally loved and accepted. We are pure, blameless, and forgiven. We have received the hope of spending eternity with God. When we are in Christ, these aspects of our identity can never be altered by what we do. In Christ, we are all of these things. Christ is the source of our security. Christ is the basis of our worth. Christ is the only one who promises and never fails. I want to leave this question with you all. Have you given up on experiencing God's complete acceptance of you? If your answer is yes, then I would encourage you to enter into a healing time with the Lord so you can rejoice in the truth that He speaks over you and start walking in full freedom. Friends, I love you so much. 
you are God's precious, beautiful, chosen son and daughter of the Most High King. God literally has chosen you. He looks at you. He has forgiven you. He's redeemed you. He's adopted you. He's given you grace. You are pure and blameless and forgiven. And I desire for you to also walk out in this true freedom in knowing who you are in the Lord. And so I just pray that this episode was just an encouragement to you that leads you closer to the feet of Jesus and leads you in full surrender so that you start may walking in the full acceptance of who God says you are. Because that's the key. You are accepted in Jesus. So if you are not accepted in a friend group, or if someone does reject you, or if there's gossip, or if you do get rejected by a guy, or a girl, or whatever the case may be, know that that's not where your identity lays, but your foundation is in God. And in Him alone, that cannot be taken away. So be encouraged, everyone. Please know that my DMs are always open at Convos with Kayla. And so I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.